Hello everyone. Welcome to the Amiga Ireland trip report starring me, Boat, and Aaron. I'm his assistant. Yes, he's wearing the Amiga Ireland t-shirt. I'm wearing my Amiga Ireland badge right now. And um, so this is basically just sort of a recap of my trip over to Athlone. This is my second year. So yeah. it's not like I'm an Amiga Ireland rookie or anything. Let's start with, before we even get into that, let's start with your drive to uh, up to the airport. Yeah. To your relative's home. Tell everybody what you have to do just to get to the point where you can so fly away. Just to get to the point where I could drive to an airport that had a direct flight to Dublin, I had to drive approximately seven and a half hours. Uh, to where? Uh, this is to uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Uh -huh. Just a hop, skip, and a jump from the great city of Philadelphia. I have been to Wilmington and Philly. Yeah. And Wilmington's no great shakes. No. Um, but my, then again, it is Philly. Yeah. So yeah. It's not that far from Philly. Yeah. How long does it take you to get from one to the other again? Uh, about 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's basically Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, my sister is lucky enough to live in one of the suburbs surrounding Wilmington. Mm -hmm. Very nice neighborhood. Very oh, yeah. nice neighborhood. What does your sister do up there? She is. She works for DuPont. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Very she good. is an engineer. So, so you left, tell the people when you got, left Hurricane for... I left Hurricane uh, about 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I arrived in uh, Delaware about 6 o'clock uh -huh. that evening. Now, I can't remember, was there fog or was that in rain or was that on the way back? That was on the way back. Okay. Yeah. Pretty, pretty clear skies. Now, tell people, were you apprehensive or trepidatious? Because I remember last year, you were pretty nervous when you left. This So, the second time out, were you less nervous or... Well, this year, I had more of an idea of what equipment... I needed to take. Yeah. I went back and forth sort of pre-trip on whether I should buy a bunch of equipment. And of course, in the grand boat tradition, yeah. I bought two or $300 worth of equipment, which I uh, received and then promptly sent back to Amazon. I knew, you didn't have to tell me that. <laughs> yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Um, what I decided at the end of the day was I was like, listen, whoever is on the panel, the Yeti, the good old Yeti, strong and true, will be able to pick up each of them. It did. Um, it did a pretty good yeah. job. And, uh, and so I didn't need to buy a whole bunch of extra equipment. I did pack a full extra suitcase full of nothing but recording gear for the trip mm -hmm. and it turned out that uh, everything that I packed was necessary so it was good oh good because I, I, I think your system was better than the house system that they but, but we'll get to that in a minute yes so you uh, your ride up was uneventful you got on the plane and the next day you were off this would have been what morning what day so uh, Wednesday evening uh -huh. I departed from Philadelphia what to time? flight to Dublin about six o'clock right and uh, I arrived at about five o'clock in the morning uh -huh. in, now, in Dublin and what did you do on the plane uh, well, I, I sat down yeah. and I informed my seatmate. Uh, we did have an open seat. Most transatlantic flights are three three abreast. Yeah. And uh, there was an open seat against me. And, uh, and so uh, we were, we were, my, my seat partner and I both rejoiced in the fact that there was an open seat next yeah. to us. We, we shared a moment of mirth. Yeah. And then I said, please tell the flight attendant that I will be sleeping during this flight and to not bring me supper. Yep. Then I quickly popped a couple of Ambien into the old noggin. Mm -hmm. You went in stasis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I washed it down, and uh, I clo some Jägermeister. closed my yeah. eyes. When I awoke, I was in the great Bam. land of Ireland. Now let me ask you, were you at the window or in the aisle? Window seat. So you really had it all. I booked my flight long, long ago and was able to select my window seat. So you woke up and you were you were refreshed and ready to rock and roll, and you were I in I felt Ireland. great. That's I great. I felt great. So you got off the plane. You're the, what was the weather like? And he said it was super early. Now. Yeah, super early. Five o'clock in the morning. Still yeah. dark outside. I yeah. stumble out of the, uh, the the airport 
and I make my way to the bus station. Okay. Okay. Now you did this last time as well, but this is a different town than last time. Oh, well, it was a, a, a different situation because I'd booked my coach ticket in in advance. Uh, they called the bus the coach oh, over there. Okay. Wow. Good. And uh, and so, but this time I was like, you know what? I don't know what time I'm going to get there. I'm just going to get there, make my make my ticket, and go. Uh-huh. So I made my way to the. Um, it looks like a toll booth where all the bus operators sort of hang out before yeah. you go. And I asked the bus operator, I said, where is the bus that goes to Athlone? Yeah. And he said, well, it's, a, it's this, this, this guy over here. And I said, what time does it leave? Yeah. And he said, hell if I know, brother. And I said, well, thank you, sir. And I, I, I vacated the, the station. They were becoming um, annoyed with me because I was asking, I asked more than one question. Mm-hmm. So I, I made my way to the, uh, the sort of, it's kind of an alcove where the bus has come pick you up from. I don't know if you've seen bus stops here on the Kanawha, um, or it's, it's, it's like the um, the Putnam County mass transit system, the Kanawha Valley transit system. It's so, sort of an alcove. Yeah. Made my way there. There was a ticket machine there. It was broken. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Those guys at the, the shed were no help. The ticket machine was broken. But then I remember that I had my smartphone. And I'd paid AT&T for access to my data plan. Yeah. So I bought a, I bought a ticket online. And when the bus arrived, I just showed my ticket through my phone to the bus driver. Yeah. He accepted that yeah. for some reason. Yeah. And I, I boarded the bus, and it was a short uh, two-hour trip. It was the, oh. they call it the X series. The X20 versus the regular 20 takes you to Athlone in only two hours versus three and a half hours in the normal week. So you were a good piece from the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I didn't realize you had to drive So if you think boat. about, if you, if you turn your hand towards your face. Yeah. And you look at your lower thumb knuckle. Okay. Okay. okay I meant your right hand. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Now turn your palm towards your face. Turn your. No, no. There you go. Now look at your lower thumb knuckle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's where Dublin is. Yeah. Then find a spot closest to the center of your hand that you can. Yeah. And that is Athlone. Okay. Okay. Ireland, eerily similar to the shape of your hand. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So um, about two hours. The whole country you can drive across in four hours. Mm-hmm. So you went right in pretty much the middle of it. It's the middle. The you dead... think they put the airport somewhere in the middle? Well, they put the airport closest to where most people live. I see. So yeah. the po- population mostly lives near Dublin. True. Gotcha. True. Dublin, Galway. Yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. Um, and so anyway. What did you do on the bus? On the bus, I mostly, I looked out the window and I chatted to the driver. The driver was a delightful young fellow. I thought you said the guys were jerks. No, he was very nice. So this isn't the same guy you talked to at the, at the other thing? No, no, no. This was, the, this, the driver was very nice. He was, he yeah. was born in England, but mostly grew up or, around. I think he'd been in Ireland for the past 10 years or so. And uh, he, he had a lot of kind words to say for Ireland. Yeah. And um, and he, he basically gave me a tour of Dublin as we were pulling out of Dublin. So now, were, how many people were on the bus? Uh, but maybe about five. Mm-hmm. It was mostly empty. So you sat right up front. Right up front. If I don't sit it right up front, I get sick. Oh, really? I'm one of those guys. Geek. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, three hours on this bus, two and a half hours. Whatever. Right. You arrive in Athlone, and how, so by this time it's what nine a.m. Eight a.m. Like All right, eight a.m. I arrive in Athlone, then I have to take the long trek from the bus station to where my my B and B is. Now is this on foot or this we, is on foot? Okay, how long is that? Okay, uh, I I walk. How big a town is Athlone? Athlone, you know, I don't know population figures, mm-hmm. but it's a ten minute walk from the train station or the bus station. To where sort of the bridge that leads to Athlone proper is. I see. So cunningly, 
they put the bus station well out of town. Absolutely. So I was hoofing it. Yeah. I was hoofing it. Luckily, this year, I, uh, I, like I said, I paid for data on my phone, so I was able to use the Google Maps to get to where I needed to go. Mm-hmm. Good so, thing you had a signal. You'd been bugged. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I crossed the bridge into Athlone. Yeah. You know, it's, at this point, I'm feeling very nostalgic because it looks just like it did last year when I was there. Uh-huh. Um, and I make my way to my Airbnb. Okay. So. I chose this air this Airbnb on for two reasons. One, because Chris Folds was staying there. Okay. Two, because they advertised the full Irish breakfast at a discount for Ooh. lodgers. Okay? okay. And I was like, full Irish breakfast. That sounds like they'll probably they'll be open. You know, eight o'clock in the morning. It's not super early. Mm-mm. Gosh, no. Yeah. No. So I was like, I'll just even if I'm there early and my room's not ready, I'll just have a nice breakfast. Good idea. I'll, I'll full chill bre- out. Full yeah. I want to hear what that is. Yeah. So I get there. The place is shut up like a like a safe. Okay. okay, they don't open till 10.30. So okay. the Irish are a late rising bunch. It's 8.30 in the a.m. Yeah. Okay. There, There is a picnic table yeah. sort of randomly placed outside my establishment. That's, so for, I, that's for suckers. I seat myself at the picnic table. <laughs> Meanwhile, the commuters are walking past me, giving me the old creepy guy glare. Right, Normal, what, are you, what are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing my travel clothes. What? Sleeping tunic, nothing else. And, uh, it, yeah, and so they, they, they're giving me the old, the side eye, as yeah. they say. And so, um, so I'm like, well, this, this can't stand. This cannot stand. Yeah. So I, I use my phone again, and I, I go on the booking.com where yeah. I, I made my, my and I, I call the number, and this guy, hello? And I say, is this the Bailey? And he says, yes. And I say, I'm here, and I'm 15 hours early. Would you mind letting me in? He said, yeah. And I find out this guy comes out. He's very, very kind. His name is Seamus. Yeah. It's a true Irish, yeah. Irish, Irish name. And he says, your room isn't ready, but I'll give you this room that you can sleep in for a couple hours till we open up. And I say, thank you. So wow, much. you got lucky there, eh? I got incredibly lucky because spending two and a half hours on that, on that, uh, that picnic table in my sleeping tunic, that would have been no good. No. Yeah. And so um, I sleep for a couple hours, then I come downstairs and I have this Eggs Benedict to yeah. beat the band. Are you familiar with Eggs Benedict? I am. I am. I am familiar with. I've never. I don't eat those, but I know. I know. Of, You're not really an egg guy. Are I'm not. You? No. No. Easter egg. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, Cadbury jelly beans. Egg. Yeah. Like those, yeah. Right. Um, and then Seamus gives me a tour of his establishment. He is the proprietor, and uh, he he tells me about all the things they've got going on. <clears throat> And then he says, you should go over to Sean's Bar. It's the oldest pub in Ireland. Yeah. And I remember this from last year. Yeah, so I, I make my way yeah. over to Sean's Bar. They were open. They were open. It was, of course, at this time, it was 1130 in the morning. Yeah. There was only two people in there. There was a musician and the barkeep. Yeah. And he was talking about the gig that he played last night. I took a little video, you know, kind of zooming around and things. It was it was very nice. There was a fire, a real fire. Not one of those fake fires like you get here in the States, but a real, a real wood fire was burning. This part, this uh, pub has been open since the year 900. Awesome. Yeah, the awesome. oldest pub in Ireland. Me and my buddy looked up pictures of it while you were there. Mm-hmm. We had a, we looked up the history and stuff. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. <clears throat> and uh, the rest of the day on Friday, I basically spent walking around Athlone, and then I ended the day back at the B&B. Uh, Seamus clocked out, and he said, John, let's have a pint together. And he just sat down at the bar with me, and we drank some Guinness, and it was, it was a wonderful evening. That sounds evening. lovely. It was that a sounds lovely. Evening. And that, then, you, then you checked into your B&B at yeah. that point. Now, how was that? It was fine. It was uh, fine. Uh, now, get to the point. Irish breakfast. How was it? The next morning, see what's in this came thing. back down for the Irish breakfast. Okay, you've got multiple things that look like sausages. Mm-hmm. Okay? Sounds good, but they're Suspicious not suspicious looking sausages. Yeah, but they're not sausages. One is completely blood. Okay. It's cooked blood. Now, are you familiar with eating blood? 
I do know that that is a thing. Yeah. 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 Not with me, it's not. Not with you. Okay. So you not not personally eaten the blood. No. Okay. Well, there's one that's it's all blood. I think they call it the all blood. Yeah. Okay. Makes and, sense. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's a it's it's, it's kind of a hockey puck. Okay. But the then, blood is not liquid. It's, no, it's, it's, because uh, it's been cooked. That's right. Yeah. So it was cooked blood. So how was it? Eh, this is irony. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Why it's, would you it's eat like that? Alanis Morissette. And then you've got the sausage. <laughs> and then you've got eggs yeah. and toast. And they've got the thing in Ireland. It's called the soda bread. Okay. Okay. Soda bread is like toast, but it's not because they call it soda bread. Okay. Do they use Diet Dewdrop Extreme? They don't. Sense? They use, um, I'm not sure what they use, but they only give you butter. You know at Bob Evans, you get the jam, you get the jelly tray. I do like the jam. Yeah. I like when they give you the thing, they set it down, and it's got the multiple kinds. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you got the apple butter. Yeah, you yeah. don't get that in no, Ireland. they don't do that. Don't come expecting Bob Evans. Well, maybe this place isn't that good. That's true. Does that occur to you? How was it the room? Could. Was it okay? The room was okay. Have your own bathroom? It had the own, the en suite is what they call it in, oh, in Europe. Okay. The en suite. I uh, had that, and the water was 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 warm on Friday morning, and I, I got out and I was ready to face the day. So I went over to the uh, the, the now hotel. This, you were just there for one night, right? I was there for three nights. Oh, that was there, every that was night. it. Okay, that was gotcha. the place. Okay. okay, so I went over to the Sheraton. The Sheraton is where Amiga Ireland was. You know, okay. I I I'd contacted Erla before uh, on Thursday night, saying, "Hey, what time are you going to be there? I want to meet you there." And I set up all the streaming stuff. All right. So this is where we're getting into it. This now. is where we're getting into it. All right. Earl has got the twelve hundred out there on the on the on the table. Yeah, he's like, it's time for the creative competition. Right. Okay. This is what he's testing. Yeah, he's testing it out. Nothing works. Oh, it's he, all broken when from the get-go. When he was testing it, it did work? The Amiga was not outputting the blue color properly. Okay. okay? I did notice that during yeah. the stream, so that yeah. clearly didn't get Everything paid. is that, that spinach color. Yeah. Okay. Then he's like, all right, we're going to shift some things over to the MacBook. He had this system on the MacBook where you had to do a three-finger swipe in between. How many times have you done a three-finger swipe? The triple? I don't think I've ever done one. The triple. It's crazy. And so he's like, you do the three-finger swipe twice, then you press down twice on the on the numpad. I did the three-finger swipe one time at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. That, oh, just the one time. No, it was just a one-time thing. I was desperate. I, need, I, I was so hungry. You needed the money. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so anyway, the creative competition did not go well. Well, I mean, now this is, this is on setup, this... When you guys practiced this before the event, it worked, right? Is that uh, what I've been? Well, yeah, it worked as he was demonstrating. So this it to is me. during the event because we watched this and we saw it didn't work. So people started to filter in. Yeah. Right. I immediately tracked down. Um, I'm I'm looking for people to talk to because yeah. the Friday is not really there. It's the sort of official launch, but it's not really most of the most of the stuff doesn't go down until Saturday. So I talked down. I talked to uh, Stephen Fletcher, the guy from the Commodore story. Yeah. And uh, and then anyway, I, I returned because he's like, all right, we're gonna start. Do the three finger swipe, nothing. Do the down arrow, nothing. Meanwhile, my other buddy, Seamus, this yeah. is Amiga Seamus. Yeah, this is a separate Seamus. Different Seamus. Uh, he's he's going nuts because he's prepared all of this stuff and, and nothing's going down. All right. We I was watching this in real time. Yeah. It was Yeah. And so it, it was sad but funny. To use your parlance, we yeah. S can the uh, creative competition, yeah, and we move on to the recording of the Amiga Ireland podcast. 
Right. Because, oh, I didn't see. I didn't catch this part. Yeah, yeah. And so the Amiga Ireland podcast, very short. They just kind of run down a couple of the the news events and things going on. Uh, Seamus is part of the Amiga. It's a it's a Erla and Rob and Seamus. Yeah, they, I listen. They, I've listened to a few of those they, episodes. Of that. Yeah, yeah, they form the core of yeah. the Amiga. They've been around Ireland for a while podcast. now. They've been around for a couple of years. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Edvin has arrived. The uh, the Norwegian contingent has yeah. arrived, yeah. and of course they 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 come in and they're they're ready to go. Yeah. So you know I'm talking to them. And the Norwegians uh, don't screw around. No, no. I'll tell you who else doesn't screw around is the Czechs. Okay, the guys from the Czech Republic. They yeah. roll in. Dami, I remember his name. There's a guy. His name's like Spurn or something like that. And there's the guy that is the admin for Lim and Amiga. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So, Give him a good pat on the back. So, uh, yeah. So, apparently, Kim Lemon has not been involved with Lemon Amiga for like a decade at this point. And this guy from the Czech Republic, has, he's, he's been shouldering the load. Share the load. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's been doing it. Does he do any of the uh, Lemon... Uh, doesn't he do some of the Lemon Play stuff? Because it seems like I've heard of yeah. an accent that's incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, anyway, I sit down with those three guys. And we talk about the um, we talk about what's going down in with the Amiga in the Czech Republic and growing up sort of behind the Iron Curtain. Now, did you tape this? Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. So this, this is this is this yet. is coming out next week. Oh, great! And uh, it's basically where I was like, "Why didn't you go to the computer store?" And he's like, "Listen, we were we were, it was bread and water back yeah. then. You know, there was no Amiga store. You yeah, go to the they supermarket. Had it rough over yeah, there. yeah, it was yeah. it was bad times. Yeah. Okay. Um, I do want to mention that the back at the creative competition. Edvin saved the day because what did happen was we had, there were some mods that were played. Yeah. And we used, do you remember the, the web-based mod tracker? Remember what that's yep. called? I don't remember. The bassoon that. tracker. Yeah, it was great. Edvin's like, bassoon tracker. Earl is like, what? He's yeah. like, yeah, bassoon tracker. I'll listen Bam. I'll listen because that's the one that has a ton. You can listen to a ton of mods. Right, on it. but you can also upload local yeah. files yeah. too. So Edwin basically saved the day in terms you know, of the creative. One, let me ask you a question. Getting back to the creative just for a moment because mm-hmm. I watched this with it. In fact, some of the people in the chat now were in the chat then. We were mm. watching this disaster. And I, we kept thinking to ourselves, why doesn't someone just get another computer? There's a thousand Amigas there and stick it on the thing. What was the problem there? That just, I mean, surely someone thought of that. I mean, we both talked about the, the fact that they could have just taken this stuff and put it on the Mac yeah. and bypassed the Amiga as sacrilegious as that was. But could they have not just gotten another Amiga? In, in the words of Bubbles, uh, PA to Patsy and Adina, who can say? Yeah, because yeah. the one thing I couldn't figure out is like, even if, I'm assuming this thing, guy had like a uh, SD, uh, like a compact flash card in the Amiga 1200. Pop that, I mean, literally, get the old screwdriver, whoop, pop it out. Because we, you guys struggled with this for like a good while. It was a long time. You know, and I know it was, it was long tough. Time. We were I mean, all gathered around. Thankfully, the art and the mods got played. I was so and happy. The, yeah. I was not the one in charge. <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt so bad for that fella. <laughs> yeah. You know. Early, you know, he came through like a champ. But after he so did. many years of Amigathon, things going wrong, and yes. just yes. not know what to do, I was just glad to not be the one at the top. Of this the was, so it was sort of like when you were over at ARG's. Uh, uh, thanks, the for thanks for getting it, right. There I just sat there. Thank God nothing went wrong there because we would never. Heard the end of it. So you you interviewed the checks and that went. Now you so you were often sequestered on your own for some of these. Well, this was my plan for the 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 whole of Amiga Ireland. I really wanted to sort of get the global Vox Populi interview where I could interview all the Greeks, you know, and all the Germans and everything. Unfortunately, that did that plan didn't exactly come to fruition because um, on well. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm sorry. Please continue. We're on Friday. You interviewed the checks. Interviewed the checks. And everything is cool. So Friday evening, 
it's time. The, the crowds have amassed at kebab time. Chris Folds enters. Everybody's here. Edvin, Figgy, Pix, Chris, um, Anthony Jarvis. Let me tell you something about Anthony Jarvis. Yeah. He's given Retro Man Cave a run for his money in terms of smoothest voice. Oh, yeah. He is the man. No kidding. Okay. So, and I apologize. Oh, Rushi. Yeah. Got to meet Rushi for the first time. Yeah. On, on, on Friday. So that was great. Yeah. You had to, everyone, you had a, t- a ton of the Amigos buddies there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Boss Man rolled in. Of course, when Boss Man rolled in, everything stopped and people just turned their heads. Of course, we saw they Graham. Get, it's yeah. funny. The one we saw the most of was Graham. And, yeah. He just had to be drinking because I was watching a lot of this where I was at work. And so Graham would say, at one point, I just sequestered over this table with a bunch of booze. That's right. So, so we all, yeah, we all talked to him. And we were trying to control him. That's right. Do this, so, Graham. as everyone was gathered around the the creative competition table, you can see Graham solo in the shot back there, just pounding down the Guinness. Yeah, that's what so it was like. fantastic to see Graham there. He was chatting with us. That yeah, was fun. yeah, it was great. So, Graham, all the crowd, we went for kebabs except for Figgy. Figgy chose wrongly. Figgy chose to go with the Amiga Ireland crowd to the Indian restaurant. Listen, when Ravi, who is actually Indian, is like, this is no good. You know it's no good. So Ravi joined up with us, went on Kebab Town, went to get the kebab. Yeah. Okay. That's Unfortunately, yeah. oh, I forgot about Kebab himself. Alan Kebab yeah. was there too. He had to go. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, the kebab was not great. First of all, Alan Kebab didn't even get a kebab. He ordered a kebab when he got with some kind of curry. So, this place was no good. Okay. Okay, the kebab was was sort of a bust. However, it was cool to get out with the fellas, get around talking. We were talking about the royal family. We were talking about all kinds of nonsense. Yeah. So, that was fun. Oh, Martin, I forgot. Thank you, Edvin. I forgot about Reflection. Of course, Reflection was there, too. Yeah. He wouldn't miss one of these. You know, it's it's an unknown fact that when the Amiga was first brought to Norway, they didn't really know how to market it, and DP himself went to visit Martin Reflection yeah. and sort of got some tips on how, how to sort of spread it throughout the country. Really? Not, not a lot of people know that. I didn't know that yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. So not only did Reflection sort of birth the cracking scene yeah. in Norway, but he also was sort of instrumental in getting the Amiga into Norway at, just on the whole. Outstanding. Yeah. Let me, now, you, I know Ravi was there. Dan was there as well, wasn't he? The, was oh, he? yeah. Dan was there. However, Dan, I, I think Dan went to the Indian place. Now, the Indian place, there's a whole bunch of other stories that Figgy told me later on, including Dave Haney just falling asleep mid-conversation. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Poor he dog. was out of it. He was tired. Let me ask you, and I'm not, I don't do this to be a jerk. I just, I'm bad with names, and he hasn't been on there that long. Who is the third fellow one? The Retro Hour that's joined in. Do you, I don't know his name. Was he there? They call him, um, he's the Dinosaur Pie, right? No, that's not. What? No. What, that's not even the same podcast. Retro Hour. It's it's Ravi, Dan, and there's the third guy that, that joined in the past year. So. I don't know. You don't know his know. name? Uh-huh. I was wondering if he would went there as well. I'm sure, I'm sure some of the chat will tell yeah. you. But anyway, so that oh was... God, your leaps are just ludicrous. Joe, says Brock101 in the chat. Joe Fox, thank Joe you. Joe Fox. I knew I was, it was killing me. But yeah. I'm guessing he wasn't there. Uh, he was not there. Okay. He was not there. Okay. So, anyway, I, I returned back after, you know, Friday night. It's a, it was a warring success. Yeah. Wonderful start. Yeah. Okay. Well, except for all the failures. I go back to my hotel room and I'm ready for, you know, get a good night's sleep. So I can wake up refreshed and ready for the first, the, really the the full day of Amiga Ireland, which is Saturday. Yeah. At about a, you know, 11 o'clock, that's when the disco starts directly across the street in the dance, the 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 the, the nightclub. 
Right. Okay. Playing your favorite type of music. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Then, as I'm able to sort of, as you are, kind of kind of absorb that into your brain, you go, okay, I can deal with this. I can sleep. Yeah, yeah. At 3 o'clock in the morning, that's when the lads come back. Yeah. Okay. The bar must close. Yeah. The lads come back. They're not ready for the dance party to stop. Yeah. They want to keep it going in their room. Yeah. So they're coming back. Just very, very loud. So I don't sleep at all. Did you Friday not take any of your mystery drugs that night? I should have taken my mystery drugs. Yeah, you dropped the ball. That would have been a great yeah. move. Yeah. So anyway, Saturday I'm very tired as I return to the Sheraton. Um, however, it was a good day. Uh, this was the day of the workshops. Yeah. So unfortunately, I missed my good friend Dami from the Czech Republic. His uh, compiling workshop on uh, me. <laughs> but, that would have been lost on you, Bo. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't act like you're like oh, I'm shucks. You would have looked at that and stared and much like carrier command. Just like what? What are we looking at? But I did uh, catch. Uh, I came in right in time for the light wave 3D um, the uh, workshop, yeah. which was my good friend Klerkos yes. from 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 Germany. And uh, so I, I had all that. And of course, Pixels, me and Pixels were sort of a unit. Yeah. Um, a, sort of a moon unit. As we, we carried the, the, all of the recording equipment from one room to the other as things would, would, would so they happen. Didn't, they didn't station you in one area. You had to go where the action was. Right. Yeah. Because this year, and it was smart on Earl's part, in that he cordoned off like a, a one-third section. There was a temporary wall where the workshop people could actually talk and be understood yeah. without the Shadow of the Beast soundtrack drowning them that out. That was a good idea. Like, this year, yeah. yeah, it was a much because the workshops were actually, I mean, they were the best in terms of your interviews and the quality yeah. of the audio. Yeah, yeah exactly. Were, yeah. So we did that, and then after the Lightwave uh, workshop, they brought on a guy called Mike. Yeah, uh, I'm sure the chat will tell me his last name, but he was a former music guy from Psygnosis. He did a lot of, inf- including. Oh, is this the fellow that did the uh, the the uh, protracker? I workshop. did watch this. He was very. That was very cool. Yeah, Mike Clark. Thank you. Yeah, Pace. he was. He was out. He was awesome. Yeah, and so um, he did, uh, and it was so cool to watch him because you you saw our awesome you know creations at a, at a media point last year and this guy was like okay and you just lay down a baseline like this and you saw his hands move lights yeah and then and and you saw him lay down all the parts it was amazing i was was watching this live as well with some guys in the chat and we was it was a lot like the lightweight thing we were just like this is too hard some of the guys can do are good at this i will say getting back to our amiga we had much more participation in our song contest than they got that's true i got three songs we got a bunch even the three me you and brent did three songs, so we had, they were horrible. That's true. I will say the songs I got done were good, and the art was great too. Yeah. There was a lot of good yeah. art. So anyway, we listened to Mike talk about you know um, you Pro Tracker and how to how to create a track in Pro Tracker. That was good. And then finally, the last workshop of the uh, afternoon was uh, Pixel Vixen. She yep. came on. I didn't get to see hers. I was a little bit nervous because it you know Mike had done his where he was sitting behind a computer you know uh, facing us in the monitor, and Pixel Vixen set up her monitor so it was actually facing out towards us right. and at first I was like well how are you going to do this are you going to be spinning around doing things but no she'd done such a great job at setting up such a structured uh, thing and it wasn't like she was drawing in real time she was basically just showing the various stages of creating pixel art on the Amiga and I'm so happy that she left the CRT facing out because we were seeing the results on the projector and on the stream but man, nothing pops in terms of colors like a CRT. 
the colors on that CRT just came alive when you're looking at that glass versus looking at the LCD. So I was so happy that she did that because it was amazing to me, um, you know, how much of a difference and it really made me happy that, uh, that I bought that, that CRT monitor because really these games and this art from this era was meant for the CRT. You know, uh, Vicky, I believe someone said she's moving to Japan. Yeah, here soon. Yeah, she's going to so be there, teaching English. You don't know if she's going to be around at too many more of these. You never know. Right. And so, yeah, I, I, I I'm, that's what I'm going to watch. And I knew she'd done one, but I, I had to leave to go home when she was setting up. So mm-hmm. it looked good, though. Yeah, it sounded. It sounded like it turned out pretty good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So after that was over, then um, we came back into the uh, and while Pixel uh, Pixel Vixen was going on concurrently was when Tenmark was doing his interview with Trevor Dickinson. Right. So I was sort of listening to that with one ear as. I was watching Pixel Vixen. That, that's what was getting streamed while you guys were doing your recording. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, after that, uh, it was about time to get set up for the big uh, panel. The now, big main event. Yeah, now explain the, the, this to the people. This, this was one of the great... Uh, um, you know, Earl and I have been talking about this for months. Because you sent me that email. You're, this was going to be a, a huge discussion, wasn't right. it? So at first I was like, why don't we get me... And Dave Haney and Dave Pleasance and Trevor up there yeah. and have a talk because Earl had told me there are three house mics and so we can we can get four of you guys up there and you can use like the podium mic. And at one point it was even going to be more than that, wasn't it? It's early on. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, and then at the last minute he comes in and he's like, "All right, we're ready. Who do you want?" And I was like, "Well, you know, Trevor's already been on. He just did an hour on the floor. Yeah. Dave's going to be on after us. So why don't you just I mean, give me uh, Pleasance, Dave Pleasant, Mr. Pleasant? I was like, why don't you just give me Dave Haney? Yeah. And he's like, All right, I'll give you Dave Haney. So I get up there, and of course, you know, we get the mics. None of the mics have any batteries. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> so I was like, Great. I get Dave up on stage, and we're just sort of looking at each other. Yeah. The first ten minutes are just like it d- was d- it, dumber. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was very awkward. And I almost fled, um, but uh, but anyway, it's not your fault. You can't do anything about that. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. So anyway, just to get the ball rolling, before I even get the mic, I was like, "So where'd you grow up?" He picks up the mic and he just goes, "Yeah, Dave Haney is a pro. He's done a few interviews. I'd He's a pro. Yeah. Uh, he started going, and man, it was the easiest interview in the world because I just pick it up and I'd be like, "Well, what did you think about this?" Boom. 20 yeah. minutes. I love I love. And how that. about this one? Boom. See, I, and, and the things and, he was talking about, I mean, I love that the it, because it was right up my alley. First, the Jersey guy. Mm-hmm. And then, but talk about his early work. And so I just, uh, you know, the I, I, haven't Sorcerer. Listened, I haven't listened to a ton of interviews with him, you know. I mean, obviously, everybody knows who he is. But I, I enjoyed that. And then when he started talking about the Exidy and the C16, again, that was tickling my ARG uh, funny bone there. So I was really enjoying it right there. Of course, then the mics started screwing up again. Mm-hmm. Go on. So what happened? Well, you know, we get about 30 minutes in. And I plan on going minimum one hour yeah. with Dave. Minimum one hour. Yeah. Um, because Dave's got a lot of stories. And I've got a lot of things. I've got a whole list of questions. Bo that people have weeks. answers. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, and, and I love talking to people. You know, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. I'll sit there and talk to you. I get the signal from Erla. He's like, he's giving me the hand signals. The, and I'm the, like. The urgent rap Right, rap, yeah. right. And what I come to discover is that the Dave Pleasance and uh, Dan Wood have reserved the f- uh, five o'clock hour, I believe, for the uh, friend 
OS presentation. So Dave gets right up to the point where he's getting right into the meat of things. Yeah. The launch of the A2000, which was the first Amiga that he really had his hands in. Yeah. And I said, well, Dave, we got to go. I'll see you next time. Yeah, you could see he was stunned. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. Trust and me, so, we were in a chat at that time. We were all like, oh. Right. <laughs> And so uh, at that point, um, you know, I'm just, I'm sort of demoralized. Uh, I feel like everything that I've come here for has been a waste. Um, because anybody can set up a camera and talk, you know, you know and tape workshops. Yeah. You know, anybody can do that stuff. Uh, I, I really felt like, um, you know, lots of people had, had contributed to the cause for me to get to sit there and, and, and talk to Dave and have a real deep conversation with him. And what I should have done was grabbed him right there and said, hey, Dave, let's go into the next room over in the workshop room where there's nothing going on. But you couldn't do that, could you? I couldn't do tell, that. Tell people why. Well. There were two big reasons, but where were they? The first big reason was that, you know, um, DP and Dan wanted everybody in to stay in the room. They wanted everybody there to see the uh, the friend of about that. workshop. That was another reason. Okay. Yeah. Um, the second reason was that I, I I wanted to go to mass. I had to go to mass. It was Saturday night. But it was also it was it was near time to tear down. Yeah, and it was also getting time to go because yeah. the way that I'd planned this is as soon as I finished the interview, I was going to take everything down because other than the um, the finals of the game competitions, Amiga Ireland was over at that yeah. point. And so and you they know, had a hard deadline to get out of there. Yeah, and yeah. so I I was taking stuff down and stuff like that. And, um, and so, and as I was taking stuff down, you know, we got out of the way as soon as we could. And as I was listening to, uh, Dave and, and Dan talk about friend, I was like, you know, and this is nothing against friend and, and all of the, the stuff that they're doing over that, there. Yeah. It's all fine, but it's not really Amiga and it's not really what the people that came to Amiga Ireland signed up for, in my opinion. You know, it, it felt a little bit like going on vacation and being forced to listen to the timeshare presentation at the end of things. <laughs> what? Um, I, I didn't get. The, they didn't broadcast the ending of this. So well, they they, they, they didn't broadcast it because I was the only person that was doing any broadcasting. I see. So there was no there was no one that got no, this on their phone. No, or anything? and um and and actually, Dave sent me a message on Facebook. He's like. Uh, can I have the video of the uh, the How about Mr. Pleasant? Yeah, Mr. Pleasant. Yeah. He asked me. He was like, "Can I have a video of the friend talk?" And I said, "Well, I'm sorry, Dave, but I, you know, I was packing up and I didn't record it." And he said, "Well, I was assured that it would be recorded." And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry." And and maybe he's found it. Maybe there was somebody else that I wasn't aware of. Yeah, and I I, checked YouTube did I, today. I do hope that that it was recorded because uh, I would hate for him to to not have that recorded because he did go in depth with everything that they've been working on and things like that. But um, at the same time, you know, I just felt like I, it, was, it was a wasted opportunity to have Dave up on the main stage. He was around all weekend, but a lot of guys that come to Amiga Ireland are your typical nerdy guys, and they're not going to want to go out of their way. You know, they revere this man, and they're not going to want to approach him. And, and me, you know, being able to interview him and ask him questions was a way for them to be able to interact with him indirectly. And so it was, it was just... I will, it, I will say, in Mr. Pleasance and Dan's defense on this... That they they were at the mercy of scheduling like anyone else, and so uh, they, that's right. It was just bad and time. It was not. Yeah. It was not David Pleasant, Mr. Pleasance, or yeah. Dan's fault that they just happened to follow this. It was. It was the fact that there was a time set for 
uh, Dave Haney to talk. Yeah. And then after that, it was their their time to come on. Yeah. And I'm not saying anything bad about Friend OS or anything what, about what they're doing. It was just a shame that we we got a late start with Dave. That yeah. we had technical difficulties at the beginning, and then that we were we were just sort of cut off. Probably at the in, end. and for future reference. Bring a guest of that magnitude, and, and Mr. Pledges maybe start those midday or that's something. That's right. You know, that's right. Uh, because that was just a, that was just, and again, the the hard and fast deadline to get out of there means there's no wiggle room, right? You know, and this right. happens in a lot of these things. I've seen this happen plenty of times. That's right. And it's you know, and, I, and it's it's hard to you know, Erla is one of the nicest, gentlest souls I've ever met in my life. And he's trying to do everything he can to make sure everybody's having a good yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, and it, I, I thought it was a, a big success. He had yeah. it was the it was it was seriously it was so much better than last year, and last year was amazing. Yeah. Um. You know, there's there. I wish him nothing but the best for the future. I will say that this is probably the the final Amiga Ireland that I will attend. Not because the event is bad. It's just because it's it's a long journey. It's a long journey. And even though I I was so happy to have the trip funded through GoFundMe, um, you know, I still had to take every single personal day that I had off work to be able to make this happen. And um, I would really like to instead use that that time and that energy to visit some of the shows that we have here stateside with you because uh, people want to meet you and we can go as a team and uh, and it, it can just be a lot of fun that way too. Well, I, you know, uh I thought the uh, the iron I thought the iron thing was it looked great it looked like they had a lot of fun it was so good it, and, it good and, and so anyway let me finish so after I you know I went to mass at St Peter and St Paul's the big cathedral there in, oh yeah uh, was in, there. In I was nice well it's interesting the church is beautiful yeah they look great on when you see the other um, pictures of it but Catholicism has has taken a, a turn in Ireland you know you think about uh, Ireland being the, this this big Catholic country but um, the mass is, is not well attended, and uh, and people are just sort of they come and they're in a hurry to get out, and it was, it was, um, it was, it was sort of demoralizing to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> that's all you needed. Yeah, demoralizing the church. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, people were were saying, but anyway, mass was okay. We we got out of mass, and I I met the crowd. Chris Folds had this idea to uh, to go to Chinese. Yeah. Okay. This was entirely so Chris Folds joined. Yeah. And uh, and so everybody, all the amigos met. It was, um, and I don't want to try and name them all, but I think there were. 13. I think I think Rushi didn't get to go. When there a couple of didn't. Get yeah, to go Rushi this. didn't get to go, um, but it was. I think it was everybody except for Rushi was yeah. there, um, and I think there were thirteen of us. I think total. Rushi had his had his kid. There. Yeah, he had his family there. It was a, it was a different deal, but anyway, uh, we were at this Chinese restaurant for two hours and forty five minutes, and Chris Folds had the idea of the night. He's like, listen. Nobody order anything. What we're going to do is we're going to order the set menu for all of us. So everybody pay like 30 euros and they're just going to keep on bringing out food for the whole night. And that's what they did. And Chris was like, listen, give me the, give me the set. He, he was speaking their language and they were like, all right. And they just kept bringing out food. We were passing it around. Of course, Figgy, anything that didn't get eaten, Figgy was on it. Oh, boom. You know those Norwegian guys. They can eat like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. So um, anyway, we had a fantastic dinner. I was talking to everybody. I was right in the middle of the table. I was in between sort of the European guys and the Scandinavian guys. You that know, was a the, great the Western, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. It was so much fun. And um, and then after that, we all went over to Gertie Brown's. Gertie Brown is the traditional meeting place for the end of Amiga Ireland. Got to say goodbye to all the folks. Then I went back to my room, fearful that I would be unable to sleep. 
However, I'd had a word with Seamus earlier in the day, and I think he passed the word along because I had silence that night. Nice. So Seamus came through in the clutch Good for me. Good to have friends in high places, yeah. eh? I was able to uh, sleep uh, well on Saturday night, and then Sunday morning, Chris Folds, we loaded up the Folds mobile, me, Folds, Alan Kebab, and Pixels of Dawn, back to the airport, nice flight home. Here I am. Well, bad, bad. Now, of course, you had a treacherous drive. To get, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's the here now. And that's, uh, that, so overall, it sounded like a pretty good trip. Uh, Absolutely. Except, you know, few, every trip's got a few fumbles in it. Yeah, yeah. And so I would like to, one more time, <laughs> thank all the fine folks that donated to the GoFundMe to send me back to Amiga Ireland. I want to thank Michael Michatoff, uh, Jason Warns, Edvin Helen, Chris Folds, and John Norris, Ephraim Juniston, Ian Griffiths, Graham Bebke, Gary Heather, Vicki Lamburn, Martin B., Edvin Helen again, Paul Harrington, and Chris Folds yet again. It's fun to look at these names and know that they're I've never heard their real name, and right. I'm gonna guess who they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So thank you guys so much. Like I said, um, it was it was an experience that I don't think will ever be equaled in that in that same way. It's amazing when you're just sitting down, it's like, yeah, I'm talking to Chris Folds. And it's like, it's Chris Folds. He's not just some guy on the internet, but he's there yeah. right in front of you. I'm talking to Graham Vebke, and he's there right in front of you. You're very fortunate. Buddy. Yeah. And it, it is awful, awful nice that people uh, kicked in on that. I mean, it's it's a lot to ask, and they and they did it, and were smiling and happy, and they and you guys had a good time. I, I think it's dandy. You know, yeah. It's a, a real good experience. You did a good job representing us over there. Well, I tried. I tried. Because <laughs> you really can't do a bad and, job. And, you know, it, one of the things that I'm looking forward to when we go to some of these stateside events is that I won't have any responsibilities to do re- recording or anything like that. And so I'll be able to cut loose a little bit more. And uh, and we'll have a good old time, hopefully, at VCF. And oh, no. I'm like going to sign us up for a bunch of responsibilities. You just, you just, oh, you just yeah. load them down on my yeah, back. We're going to be interviewing people. Who would we interview that are, you know... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, really, in America, there's really no one worth interviewing. No, there's anymore. nobody. I guess we can get here. Dave and the guys, the same people that were over there. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah, I hopefully you can hook back up with Dave at some point and get a proper interview. I'm hopeful that uh, you know, I sent him a, a Facebook message. I was like, listen, you know, whenever you, whenever you feel rested, it would be great to sort of pick up where we left off and and continue on. So hopefully that'll happen. But uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this Amiga Ireland trip report, and we will see you next Friday with a live on twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming with a new episode of Amigos, or we'll see you whenever we do on your favorite podcast show. Until next time, adios. adios.